this podcast. I have bad words because my daddy says words like s and other bad words too much. Listener description is advice. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Detox Podcast, a podcast for dads where dads talk about life, kids, and stuff. We are your hosts, Galan, Joe, and I am John. And this episode, in honor of National Adoption Awareness Month, we have one of our longtime friends, Sean. Now, Sean is one of the only people that I know that has adopted a child, but the interesting thing about his adoption is he did it when he was in his 40s, so when he should be nearing the end of, um, you know, being a parent and his kid should be close to getting out of the house, he decided to reset, start he all over. He wanted to re-up. He yeah, doubled yeah, down. Yeah. <laughs> Push the reset button on the old NES. Hashtag double down. Yeah. <laughs> Blew on the cartridge, put it back in, and uh, That's right. adopted a child. And, and he and his wife adopted a baby, so like a newborn. Um, so it's not like they were getting someone who could already walk, talk, potty train. They were doing everything all over again for him 15 years after the fact that he you know had had his first kid. Yep, and he was nice enough to stop by and talk to us about that. It was a good conversation and it's actually a two-part conversation. This is the first part of it for you and we're we're excited for you to hear it. So, uh sit back, kick up your feet and enjoy this conversation about adoption. Thanks for coming on the Detox Podcast to talk to us about Fat Dead. Sweet. Well, thank y'all for uh, having yeah. me. Yeah, definitely. No problem, man. So we wanted to have you on uh, in part because it's National Adoption Awareness Month, and you are my friend who I've known to most recently have adopted a child. Yes. You're the only person I know that's adopted a child. Okay. Right uh, on. The, you're, he's the only person you've ever heard of that's ever adopted ever. a child. Adoption was totally new to me. Um, why, and then he, he and then Galan asked John if John would adopt him, and John said it doesn't work that way. Yeah, Galan <laughs> asked me, "Is is adoption like what happened with my wife, where another man impregnated her?" Oh, yeah. and I said, "No, this is something different. <laughs> that's a little different. Yeah, <laughs> that's a little different. That's surrogacy so, or something. So, <laughs> just oh. off the top, Sean, you have two kids. Hey-o. I do. One is a teenager. Yes, almost uh, out of high school. Yeah, my daughter, she's uh, will be seventeen in two weeks. Seventeen in two weeks. Man. Frightening. Yes. Rated our movies by herself. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty frightening, and you know, going through all the standard teenage growing pains, I guess, which is good and bad. So, right on. It's got its moments. Second child, how old is he? He's uh just about twenty two months. Yeah, within the week. Yeah, I, I was okay, so he's about to turn two. Yeah, turn he's two. coming up on it pretty quick. Yeah, I was talking to John about how like, I couldn't remember how old August was, and I'm like, he has to be at least a year old. But I was like, he has to be older than that. Cause mm-hmm. Man, that's crazy that it's gone by that it's almost been two years. That's yeah. So I'm I'm wondering. Okay, so August adopted. Yes. So can you walk us through sort of the history that led up to your decision to adopt? A second kid when you were almost had the first one out of the house. <laughs> well, uh, okay, I guess uh, that's a broad question for that. Yeah, you, I got to rewind to back. Like, uh, so my daughter, her mother and I, we split up when she was three, so okay. she was very young, and uh, 
and I was very young at the time too. I was like 28, I think, when we split. So, you know, I was a pretty young dad, and I guess that happens. Uh, it's not really too far off to have a kid when you're 25. That's, I guess, pretty reasonable. But when you have a kid that young, you know, even though both of us had good jobs, her mother and I, it's like you're not really ready for it, and you're young, and you make the stupid mistakes that young people do. And, you know, it's always a struggle. Like, you're trying to, you know, provide the best thing you can and do everything you can, and but you're, like, you're, you're pushing everything to make sure that your kid got has everything they don't want. You know, that's always a terrible, especially, you know, nobody really wants, you want to correct the problems of your own childhood, I guess, and your children. That's a problem, a thing I always try to do, at least. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, and then I met uh, my current wife a couple years later, and so Kara was still very young, my daughter, and... uh we kind of just chilled on things, kind of took it easy and stuff. Like we were more or less together for about five years before we got married and then, uh, decided to like, Hey, let's, you know, try to have a kiddo or something. And so we tried and stuff and, uh, it didn't work. I mean, a couple times, uh, she had gotten pregnant and then we, we never made it out of the first trimester. So to go that far, Oh, um, and then over the course of several years, you know, four or five years, we'd gone to specialists. We'd done all kind of stuff. We have a total of, you know, uh, eight miscarriages if you want, wow. during that wow. time. Wow. And there was a couple wow, times where, you know, I can think of like number five and then like number eight where she was just like, I'm done. You know, I'm done. And then, then like she would kind of come back and then she'd be like, all right, no, well, okay, let's just give them more shot one more time. And, you know, we had some good doctors and stuff and everything was like really cool. We didn't go crazy besides going to like some fertility specialists and stuff and uh, we were kind of right on the cusp of uh possibly even going into uh going out of state to tennessee with some experimental going to india yes to try no. some crazy stuff anyway no it was like some experimental things that had to do with uh some uh like like in vitro and etc which is is very exp expensive and, you know, it's not guaranteed by any means. Yeah. Uh, this being kind of an experimental thing, it would be more or less be covered, but it, you know, was no guarantee. And then we did some like genetic testing and things like that. And our doctor kind of leveled with us and was like, look, I don't really care what you do or how much money you spend. I just don't know that it's necessarily going to work. Like mm -hmm. something that we don't know, we just haven't discovered yet is, you know, I mean, getting pregnant is not the problem. It's keeping it past this certain barrier right. and that threshold. Yeah. And man, we would go in and like get a sonogram every week and all this other stuff. And, and just, and all of a sudden just, you'd have nothing. And it's just uh, devastating. Yeah. And I suggested years before, what about adoption? Okay. So this is something that you had. I, I the threw it out there. Yeah. She wasn't as receptive about it because of course she wanted a baby that was ours. Sure. And that's understandable. Uh, she already more or less had a daughter in care that was over there, you know, kind of part time that wasn't hers. That wasn't her biological. So kid, yeah. I get that. Um, you know, I could have kind of taken or leaving at the time, honestly, just not had another kid. I would have been perfectly happy and I would have been no problem. I, I felt like no vacancy that I needed sure. filled. Yeah. However, so. uh, just going through all that, um, once the doctor kind of came to us with that, she became more receptive. She's like, okay, we can either drop, you know, 40 to 60 grand on a, a chance of like in vitro and try to whatever, or, you know, I was thinking we could drop, you know, more like 20 or 30 and you'll get a kid in adoption. It's just, it might take a little while, you know, it just, yeah, yeah. You know, just depend on how picky you are, how long it takes and, and where, et cetera. 
So we started doing our research and, you know, that time frame for that last meeting with the doctors was probably mid to late October of 2015. And was, so at, at that point, did, had you guys both come to the, the, the same conclusion or were you still like, well, let's just test the waters with this, this adoption research at, at this point and see, find out more about it first? Or <laughs> Well, I, I'd thrown it out there and I'm like, look, Hey, this is kind of the way I feel. And she kind of took it in, but didn't really like give me too much feedback at that point. Yeah. Um, I think she talked a lot with her mom. Um, we kind of like rehashed, okay, I'm kind of a big, um, I don't really like my finances to get out of order. I'm just kind of struggling for a word for that, but I, I've, I made some mistakes early in life. I've corrected all those into where I don't like even having debt. You know, I have a house payment, but besides that, I hate having debt. Sure. Yeah. And taking on that amount of debt, I want a plan to get out of it and quickly, mm. not, you know, and I didn't have that money just laying around to be like, here you go. Yeah. So I didn't really want to take on debt that I can't get out of fast. Yeah. So we needed a, a plan for that. So like by mid November, she had done enough research with uh, an adoption agency and she ended up selecting one that was a nationwide agency what that did so it broadened where any other state in the union you know you're kind of on call once you get all your stuff done and you know it could be like hey there's a girl in maine that you know wants to have a kid and you you can go through a series of things but you you're obligated not obligated but if you choose you can go up there and get a kid from maine and then you know, we'll get to that. But that's kind of what you're putting yourself out there. I mean, your chances are greater than just localizing like here in Texas or wherever. So so at this point, this is what you guys have discovered. Yeah. Has the decision been made at, at this Yeah. Point? So okay. we signed up with this agency. I want to say it was on like November 24th, 25th, somewhere like late November of that year. We we went ahead and signed up with this agency and then we, we had to throw a chunk of money at that just to be like, here you go. And... uh anybody's taking notes on adoption like uh more or less they're like i guess kind of like an online dating site or something because it's like <laughs> it's like here's swipe your right swipe right yeah swipe here's right. your profile <laughs> and it, it's a place where you know these expectant mothers will go to and try to find okay. you know a, you know a, a, a family you know adopted family for their their wow. kiddo and uh to just help them feel better about Giving the kid up for adoption, I guess? Maybe. And, like, they do uh, supply some other uh, support resources to them. Uh, I know that there's locally, there's some some big-name places that do adoptions. But some of them, even, like, if the mothers are having a hard time, they leave and supply them with housing and medical care up until the birth and shortly afterward just to make sure, you know, that, that child's getting all the treatment it needs. But <clears throat> um, it just varies wildly. So we... Uh, but in that time, you have to, there's a, a ton of different stuff you have to do. There's like, you can get have to get in touch with social workers because you have to get like background checks done and all kind of stuff. You know, my wife luck, and I both le luckily are like in government jobs that we have most of that stuff done. So that was just kind of easy. And uh, they're just like, okay, but they got to come check your house out and make sure you don't live in some squalor and, you know, you're decent and they want to check you out, you know, uh, Right. I don't know how much, I guess we have nationwide kind of coverage. We got that local story here with the little three-year-old who's, you know, adopted parents, you know, I guess it hasn't been proven, but more or less, you know, kind of killed her. So they want to make sure that you're, they're dealing with people that are on the up and up. Right. Um, he has a lot of dealing with social work, 
filling out a lot of forms and you got to like make like a booklet, like a packet and, and you got to put it online. So you have to like your profile and everything. So where people Man, so online can <laughs> see you, you got to take, we had, we went and took pictures. Um, so you guys had been through an emotional roller coaster for years up to this right. point, basically with times with some intense, I don't know, letdowns and anxiety oh, yeah. and all the stress and everything. And so then you'd almost like, I, I wish it, it was in my mind, the way I'd like to think about it is when you finally say like, okay, now we're, well, we're going to go for adoption. Mm-hmm. We're going to go for adoption. We've researched this. We're going to go for it. I'd like to say, oh man. So then all the stress and the emotional roller coaster probably stopped right at that moment because you had the no. solution. Well, but it doesn't sound like it because it sounds like you had to then go through this really long process. Well, uh, well, actually, I'm glad you brought that up because like one of the first things is like, you know, my wife and I had to sit down and you more or less have like these, these documents that the adoption agency has you fill out that are uh, specifying like, you know, you kind of like pick what type of child you want and how picky you are is based on it might take longer. You know, if you're like, hey, I want, you know, a you know, 17 year old Asian female might not take, you know, might take that'd also be joking. a very peculiar <laughs> request. <laughs> they might raise her eyebrow on that. They call uh, that the Woody but, Allen. Uh, right. Right. Uh, it's the weeaboo effect. Yes. I'll leave that alone. I don't, I don't know what however, that is. However, I do. That does bring up in. Well, no, I'm just gonna leave that alone. Right. Um, I did have a question. Was it ever, and I know it's a lot more expensive. Um, uh, because, you know, I, before my wife and I decided to start trying to have kids, we, we got some information on adoption because we weren't sure. We had heard about some things genetically in both of our families. We're like, I don't know if this is going to work out. It did. Um, but we went to a couple, we went to like the Gladney Center and mm-hmm. got information on, on that. And and I was really interested in the idea of international adoption, but then I saw the price tag for that and decided yeah, that I think that's, that's one thing. So like curious it, about. It depends. About I mean, uh, Gladney is costly. The ones that we went with is pretty much just as costly. Um, but yeah, Gladney is, you know, really well known internationally. I know that in hindsight, there are ways you can adopt. I think the cheapest way to go about it, like I could save a ton of money if I were to do it again today is, is, you know, if you know an adoption attorney in the state that you live to contact them, a lot of them have expected mothers or resources on file and then you're not paying an agency which you know our agency costs like almost 20 grand and that's just for that part yeah that doesn't include an attorney that doesn't include anything else yeah i I think that's that's the thing is 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 when i was cutting joe off so rudely (laughs) is that when you drop i mean just kind of casually dropped you know a five-figure thing i'm just like holy crap i mean i I knew that adoption was expensive but yeah Having not looked into it, just the fact that I mean, you're looking at tens of thousands of dollars to to get into to get into a new kid. Yeah. To, oh yeah. To to <laughs> but to, before and then you talk about debt, and that, it's like no, you want to pay off debt not, before, and, no. and it's like you're bringing on a kid that's going to be hundreds of thousands of dollars of expense. Correct. It's it's just it's for someone who's not looked into adoption, it's incredible to get a glimpse into just how expensive it can be. Yeah, and it, uh, it it can vary wildly, and I know it's state to state and stuff, but yeah, like, so my wife and I had to, like, choose. Her big thing is she wanted an infant. She wanted a baby. And okay. so baby, you may have to wait a little longer because you have to wait for one to be born. If you want one, you know, over, like, five or something like that, then, you know, they'll probably get you one today or something, you know, but I mean, that's kind of the way that Walk they went about it. Walk out of here today it. with your kid. Yeah, what can I do to put you with this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Yeah, it's, now it's, it's starting to sound more I like a car dealership. I know you want to did, did the agent, like, or are you working with an agent, or what are you working with? Yeah, I mean, there's uh, a particular, like, 
I guess representative or yeah, something. Cool. I don't Did, know the exactly terminology for Amara, but which, her... when she was like, "Okay, I guess we just want a baby," and so she said, "Okay, let me go check with my manager." Came back, it's like, you know, I can get you that clear coat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna <laughs> write, I'm gonna write an helps. age down on this what piece of paper and I'm gonna slide it to you. <laughs> yeah, I can get you that Scotch Guard. I said no clear coat. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Anyway, two years old. Yeah. Final offer. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, oh, actually, we, we checked into like during the the initial part. We even went to a a meeting with a foster adopt because uh, I, I worked with a couple of things at work on s- some foster issues. Okay. And like you can foster adopt for like basically free, and uh, and then like the state will a lot of times end up like paying for everything. Oh, you, wow. you pretty much do it for free, but the wait times longer. There's no guarantees, and then you know one of the things my wife was bringing up with, of course, the foster adopt is you know you're you're signing up to be you know like a temporary surrogate family, and you know should that person's actual parents like get their stuff together, then you know mm-hmm. ideally they would get their child back. That's the ideal situation, but yeah, if you want a child, you don't want to be like banking on the negative side of that. Right. So we decided against that. Yeah. Wow. Um, but I mean, there's plenty of kids out there that need it. And my, you know, our, my other cousin, he had adopted two kids like that and that's fantastic. However, you know, our thing was, uh, you know, we didn't really care about gender, race, any of that stuff. Uh, I think we just put six months old at the oldest, something like that. And then, uh, you know, Is it I, true that you also put nerd on the application? Yes, yes. Yeah, made sure there was a nerd. No, I... I, I, I <laughs> they always, he seems way cooler than you. Because that's genetic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I put. I did put on there that I... I, I don't want to feel bad. I mean, there's there's certain people that, you know, God bless them, can take it on. But I put, you know, I if special needs was known prior like prior to birth or at that time, that, you know, no, no thanks. Uh, it's just, it's something that's... It's it's hard enough to kind of take on everything else, but like never really having dealt with that, I didn't know yeah. if I could cross that bridge. Now, if if something happens, and like I said, he's only twenty two months now. If he turns out to be like autistic or something, it's like we'll deal with it. You know, it's no problem now. Sure. But yeah, you know, any kind of like a you know congenital birth defect, something like that. I mean, there's people out there that you know do that, and that's fantastic. But that was like really one of the only things that we put on there, just so you know. <clears throat> and that ended up being a you know, ended up in December. So we uh, took like our, basically, you know, so if you go back to thinking of it like a dating site, so we took like our cover picture, just, just, and it was just like <laughs> my wife and I's picture just sitting there like years was ago. Was that weird? Whatever. Did you guys plan on like, okay, what should we wear? Oh yeah. Like, well, and not, not <laughs> that picture. That picture was actually one from before. We just like threw on there just to kind of like a, a filler. And then, like, she has a friend of hers that, like, it's all into photography. So we went out to the botanical gardens one day, and we took all these freaking pictures and stuff. Well, Is that the day your wife made you wear that matching sweater? No, I actually, no, I wouldn't wear a sweater. But no. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> No. But we did go out there, and we took all these pictures. And that was, like, maybe around the 1st of January that, like, that year. So we, we were plugging away through the holidays and working on all of our stuff. We'd just gotten our, like, profile, I guess, up, but it wasn't complete at all. We hadn't even filled it out. We hadn't filled out, like, this notebook of, of information we had, and so we got a phone call on uh, January 8th, uh, middle of the day. It was a Friday, and my wife calls me and says, like, hey, the agency called me. There's a girl that contacted them that liked our picture and would like to possibly talk to us. 
like, great. So it was a Friday night. We set up, like, basically a conference call for, like, 8 o'clock that night or whatever. So we would talk to her on the phone. So we were all excited. So we go home, talk to her. And you know, it was very interesting. Talked for maybe an hour, hour and 15 minutes or whatever. Um, she was from, like, the Shreveport area, Louisiana. I don't have to, like, dance around. I mean, she was very urban dialect, I guess. I mean, she was very, you could tell, you know, that she was a little bit different, you know, I guess, than we are in our, I don't know, what's, what's the word I'm, I'm reaching for here? There we are, demographic was, was vastly different. And she even asked us, she's like, you know, like, well, I'm black and, you know, the father's black and y'all are both white and y'all are okay with that? And we're like, yeah, we're fine with it. And, like, and she was like, wow, that's just so weird. And I was like, okay, but... You know, that's a whole other episode. No, yeah, really I actually episode. want to ask you a question very about different. that in, in a second, but go ahead. That's very difficult. But I mean, but she like seemed really taken aback by it. But you know, she's the one that picked our picture out. It was like you know, both of our little white faces, you know, sitting there on the picture. So it was very easy. And uh, but we went on. We asked a bunch of questions. You know, she talked. We we had filled out uh, that we were cool with an open adoption, which means like she would which be. Which means your kid can see other parents? Yes, yes. Okay, yes. I got you. <laughs> and we're cool. And we can hang out with other kids. Oh my God. You know? Okay. So, uh-huh. <laughs> no, it just means wow. that like we kind of. We'll keep her involved as much as as we and she are comfortable with. Sure. Gotcha. Like, <laughs> she, if she just wants to, like, you know, look at our Facebook page, knock yourself out. You know, if, if we want, you know, she's got her phone numbers. Um, you know, she hasn't really kept that much contact over the course of a year. We only went and met them once. We drove out there last year, right, almost a year ago, and uh, just had lunch with them and stuff. But she just really hasn't. You know, I don't know why. I don't know yeah. if she's just kind of moving on with her life or whatever. But um, as you can say, rewinding the story. So we talked. Everything worked out. That was on the 8th of January. So the 9th of January, as we had, you know, kind of like holy crap this is really might happen and stuff and like we did hadn't even like touched the other room that was going to be the nursery or whatever so we were like okay this is our friday we're gonna go to you know bed bath and beyond and you know if we have enough time <laughs> I, li- anyway, I, li- I liked your like you're making, like yeah you're like marching arms yeah like we're gonna get that we're gonna get busy we're gonna work on this nursery because we have nothing yeah Pretty pretty good little Saturday. <laughs> so yeah, so that was our plan, and then we get a phone call around like ten or so in the morning from this girl's mom, and she's like, "Hey, you know, she went into labor like early this morning, and uh, here in Shreveport, and she wants you here." And so we're like, "Oh crap!" So we just throw stuff in the car. That's about a three-hour drive, and just boogie and go, and we make it there, you know, by one or two in the afternoon. And uh, we're like, "Wow, we're gonna have a kid like by the end of the day." Yeah, you know, it's like, and uh, so we call the agency and let them know we're like, okay. And uh, meanwhile, we have uh, a legal pad of paper in the car to try to figure out names because <laughs> we're like, you know, we're going to have a kid by the end of the day. We knew it was a little boy. Um, and we're like, okay, you know, so we know we have, we're about to have like a African American boy. And so, like, of course, you know, we're just throwing names out because we want something that's, that's cool and good. You know, nobody wants some dumb name. But you know, yeah, like Galan. Like, I was gonna say like John. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, was like, yeah, I don't oh. want John. <laughs> Your parents, mom, Where? dad. What were you thinking? Where? So yeah, bum, so it's pretty bum, crazy. Bum. So we we hauled butt. We get there, and <laughs> my parents were like nothing exciting, nothing exciting. <laughs> yeah. What is the one thing they could agree on? Okay, what's common? Oh, good. Yeah, we'll go with that. 
My, my parents Dude. looked at a name of common a list of common names, literally picked the first one on the list. Yeah, we're yeah. like, I feel like this is good. This is it's good. pretty bad because your middle name is John too. So yeah, it's just John John. 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 <laughs> John. I'm gonna go with John John. But, but boring is that? John John. That I one, had a cousin with my same name that they called John John. That, that one goes yeah. J O N, so it's John John. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Okay, that failed. Okay. Huh? Back nice. to Sean. <laughs> Well, that's that's kind of like the synopsis of like the actual I guess arrival. We made it there in time, and we were there for his birth, and it was really cool. And it was just totally different. But I guess you know, like with any dad, that whole you know, we were basically just outside the room, or we were in there prior to birth. You know, and I hooked up to the machine and stuff. You can see the contractions, and she's going, and then finally they're like, okay, you know, get out of the room so we can deliver, etc. And we uh could hear outside until we heard the little cries and stuff. Once they got everything cleaned up, they had us back in there and, you know, they hand you the little dude and you're just like, all righty here. I've got a, a new go. little monster here. So, to, yeah. ready to go. Out of curiosity, because it's a little bit different for Joe because he had his kids a couple years apart. So you, you know, uh, Kara was 15 or so at this point yep. in time. Can we, so, Let's get this into this next episode. Oh, okay, okay. Sean, thanks for joining us on the Detox Podcast, and you're coming back for next episode as well, right? Sure thing. And 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 uh, that's a, a ruse, because we know you are, because we've already talked about oh. it. And we're just sitting in a room recording oh. it at the same time. Yeah. Hey, so. don't pull the curtain back. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, but uh, no, no, we'll dive into that question first okay. off next time, and we'll continue talking about what adopting your whole... Yeah, I know, I know, and and how your whole family took it. Um, when we get back on the next episode, I just put it out there at the end. But Sean, thanks. So, uh, so Galan and Joe, I have I have a little homework assignment for you for this episode. All right, I have not done homework right. in like. I'm ready. Okay, when did we ready graduate to twenty years okay. ago. What I want you guys to do is go home, live out the next 15 years of being a dad, and then have a newborn again. I'm out. No, I'm done. I'm going to fill that Mr. class. Mr. Laird, I respectfully withdraw from this class. <laughs> um, teacher, leave those kids alone. That's right. That's right. That's oh. crazy, right, man? I, I don't know, man. They, they, they took the dive in again. They took the dive no, in again. No, that's crazy. It's, you know, in, in the years that I've known Sean, it's, you know, it's, he's a very... Uh, I mean, I, I'm kind of not fond of the term, but he's cool as a cucumber. Like, he's very laid back, very chill. And, you know, I would think that if anyone around my age were to start and, and, and do that again all over, you know, after they had raised a teenager, then I, I would think that he's the one that would be best at, best equipped to do that. Mm-hmm. And right. it's awesome for him. You know, it's 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 crazy. You know, it, it, as dads, we watch our kids grow and we look back and I'm like, man, I can't believe it's been five years since... We, we had Ellie, but it's because I see him so, you know, so infrequent that it's like the fact that his kids are 22 months already. It's like, it yeah. seems like just, it seems like just six months ago, they had just got him and he was only a few months old. And it's just yeah. crazy. He showed me pictures when he left that, you know, of, of them trick or treating and him walking and everything. And it's just, it, awesome. it just, it, it blows my mind to see and the same thing when, you know, and I go a few months between seeing Sylvie. Or um, Brennan, it's just it's they they grow up and you see him in spurts. Brennan, and <laughs> I was like Bennett. Sorry, kid is <laughs> sorry. No, no, I I have I have friends. I have friends. I said, who's Brennan? Yeah, <laughs> I have a uh, I have a uh, crap. There's the people on PlayStation that I play PS4 with, and there there's a Brennan and a Bennett. 
And so I always, I, I when I'm Get talking to Teresa, I always mix those up I with Teresa. I won't tell him. That's okay. I still talk. I, <laughs> I still, I still call Teresa from time to time my ex from oh. like 20 years ago. But she doesn't mind. She's like here because like it's so rare. But I would, every once in a while, I'll be like blah blah blah. And well, every once in a while, in the throes of passion, <laughs> not the wrong not name. quite because Teresa would kill me and bury me in the backyard, and you would never see me again. And she'd be like, Galan just walked out one day and disappeared. So, so and I'm if, like, wow, he's a real heel, that guy. Yeah, and everyone would believe her because I'm a so if I'm a real piece of work, if Galan no. mysteriously disappears one day, we know what happened. Just I like, will. I'll come over here in the middle of the night with a flashlight and I'll dig up the backyard <laughs> to see if you're back there. Fortunately, the police station is just right down the road, so you can just go and just dump my body. Yeah, I'll be like, look, I found this. You know, his wife every, killed every, it. Everyone, oh, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, I would have just been like, I found this. Oh, I found this. Everyone yeah. has a friend that's like, man, I can call them to help me bury a body, but no, John's the friend that'll come and dig my body. <laughs> That's right, man. And um, dump me at the oh, police station. That's but no, friend. no, it's 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 you know it, it's really cool just to 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 see other kids grow and and to to come in and out of their lives and and um to witness just the you know the, the next time I see him he'll you know he's, if he's not talking now he'll be talking then and yeah. Um, you know, it, it's just really cool. So I really appreciate Sean taking the time to do that. Yeah, the, guys, that was just the first half of the conversation. So if you enjoyed it, make sure to tune in next week as well when Sean returns to sort of finish the story about what life has been like after adoption. Yeah, and uh, and talk and, about having it raising a teenager stuff too. So yes. we'll touch on that. Yep, yep, we'll talk about that as well. Uh, so guys, it's time for America's favorite segment, the dad joke of the week. Ooh, I'm excited, and I have another one for you. And since this this is the month of Thanksgiving for us here in the United States of America. We uh we missed our Canadian dads last yeah, month. Yeah, that's true. But but in America, we're gearing up here uh, in America. Is it messed up that the United States of America just gets to claim the <laughs> yeah, word America? All, all of America? Yeah. that's When I was in England, if I said America, they'd be like, which one? So I had to say the States. Oh, wow. For them to get it. Okay. Um, then I just got leads. I'm like, hey, I'm from America. They're like, oh, you're from the States. I'm like, sure, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you say. No, 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 no. I'm from Texas. Texas. Well, I mean, I did, but then I got into you're like, like a, a from longer discussion that I just got tired of saying. Wait, wait a second. Yeah. You don't sound like you're from Texas. What's up? Are you really? That's when I'd anyway. be like, well, y'all, it's been real. It's been fun, but I wouldn't say it's been real fun. And they'd be like, ah, I knew it. I'm like, no, it was a joke. <laughs> yeah, All on. right. Yeah, totally. So, guys, here is a uh, a Thanksgiving joke for you. A Thanksgiving-themed joke, all right? All right. Sort of. Uh, Why did the pilgrim eat a candle? I don't know. Why? Why? He wanted a light snack. (laughs) He wanted a light (laughs) snack. I love, I love you like dead and <laughs> repeating of the joke. Uh, it always gets me. That's what, that, that's what drives thing. home the dad joke. I know. And <laughs> this has been this week's dad joke. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I hope that at all of your family Thanksgiving gatherings, you're going to share that terrible pilgrim joke. Man, I know like, I will. It, it almost Thank feels you. like the, the dad joke of the week is a gag. We need like gag music, but I can't write gag music. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> I need like trumpets and horns and stuff. And uh, that being America's favorite segment, of course, that means we are winding down. It's that time again where we're at the end of the episode. Now, there's a couple of things we do at the end of every episode, guys. One is we vote on this episode's hashtag. Yes. And Joe, do you have our options for this week's episode? I do. I've got hashtag double down. Okay. Hashtag John John. Okay. okay. And hashtag who's Brendan. <laughs> I'm such a dumbass. <laughs> 
Well, I, I'd like to throw my vote out there first for hashtag who's Brennan because I, I, I love that. I, I'm going to second that. I, I laughed so hard. I'm, I'm not going to fight that one. <laughs> All right. Then it is who's unanimous. Brennan? Who's Brennan? Uh, <laughs> so, guys, a couple <laughs> things. We also run through here just – I say so, guys, a lot. So, guys. So, guys. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds ridiculous. <laughs> uh, there are a few different ways you can get in contact with us through our social media, through our email address. You can find all that information at detoxpodcast.com. That's D-T-A-L-K-S podcast.com. You can also find us on the uh, Vocal Now app uh, yes. that you can find at vocalnow.com, and that's V-O-K-A-L-Now.com. Yep. Yep. We are a proud member of the Vocal Network, so go listen to uh, the other great streaming radio uh, stations and shows and podcasts that they have available in that app. We'd really appreciate it. And there's some great stuff there. Uh, also, we just wanted to inform you guys for the people that didn't know. I said, you guys again, it's okay. but at least I didn't say, Hey guys, <laughs> at least you're not saying, you know, yeah, go one star rate us and review us on <laughs> iTunes and say that guy just says hey guy. No, go five star rate us and review us on iTunes and say right. that guy says, Hey guys way right. too much. Right. Okay. Anyways, um, so we have a Patreon. You can get uh, that to that through our website as well, or you can go to patreon.com slash detox podcast. There you will find we have free segments that we put out there that we don't have time to include in the show. And also we have some segments for supporters of the show only where for as little as $2 a month, you can get access to a bunch of extra stuff that a lot of times isn't dad related and uh, it's it's uh, no holds barred. Yeah, kind of uh, uncensored, unfiltered, but there's bloopers. There's segments, there are things that, you know, part of the conversation that kind of disrupt the flow. If, if we screw up or we have something like that, we record it, we put it up there. $2 a month gets you unlimited. You know, whatever we put up, it, you can go back and listen to everything we've put up for past episodes. And today with Sean, guys, I have to say we recorded two of my favorite mm -hmm. bonus segments. Yep. The, if, one's a very infamous story in our group of friends. And I feel um, like the other one will become an infamous story as yeah, I continue to dude, ask him about it. Yeah, it's so so one of those should go up after this episode, uh, probably, and then the other one in, yeah. a, in next week's episode. Yep, yeah, generally, if you're not aware, we release episodes on Sunday, and then normally, as long as I remember, um, Patreon content goes up on Monday, uh, and unless I forget and do it later in the week, and I always feel really, really bad for that. But that's okay. We love you anyway. Yes. We appreciate the time you spend no, on the podcast. I, yeah, that's it, that's all good and all. <laughs> that's right. No. Um, but yeah, so yeah, go check that out. But also with the holidays coming up, some of the higher tier rewards, there's some different, definite, there's a holiday-centric thing that could uh, really add to the holiday experience for your kids. So be sure to go to patreon.com slash detox podcast and check it out. That's right. And if you know of any dads that need to have their stories told, please uh, hit us up and let us know. We'd love to have them on and talk to them. Uh, also, uh, lost my train of thought, guys. Lost my train of Your train thought. derailed, but then again, that's like a two-wheel train, so... That's right. Oh, I was also going to say, if you know of any dads that you think might enjoy the show, it'd really help us out if you helped us spread the word, and we would appreciate it. Yep. So, that's it. Our time's up, guys. Actually, there's one part of the podcast at the end that we forgot, and that's saying, you guys did a great job. Good job, guys. Oh, patting ourselves on the back. Well, oh, I'm, pat yeah. I'm patting you guys on oh, the back. I'm letting you know man. that you, you guys it. really carried this. And you did, too. I liked you. you I really appreciate yeah. what you added to the podcast. I added a whole bunch of pile up. Oh, we don't have time for that. So uh, We don't have time for that. So, guys, uh, hashtag who's Brennan, and as always, <laughs> he still makes you jealous. 
and hashtag be a better dad. We will talk to you next time. Special thanks to John, Justin, and Eddie for supporting the podcast. Thanks so much, guys.